Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're learning a lot about the character and the nature of God as we're going through the Psalms, Colin. And uh, today, Friday, we find ourselves in Psalm 59. And we see how God interacts with his people. And David, as, as we have seen before, was one who knew what it was to be oppressed and opposed by many enemies and how he had to learn to trust the Lord. He says in Psalm 59 verse 9, um, oh, my strength. He, he calls God his strength. You see, oh, my strength, I watch for you. You, O oh God, are my fortress, my loving God. Fortresses gives you a sense of, of being secure, of being protected, of being looked after. He's saying, well, you are my strength. I watch for you to act and to work for me, O oh God. You are my fortress. You're, you're the one who protects me because you love me. And uh, he says in verse 16, I will sing of your strength in the morning. I will sing of your love for you are my fortress, my refuge in times of trouble. Oh, my strength, I praise you. You, oh God, are my fortress my loving God. And you see, this is the amazing thing about God, isn't it? That you have his strength and his might on the one hand, his power, and how nothing is impossible for him. And yet, on the other hand, you have his love, his mercy, his compassion, his gentleness, his tenderness, his kindness, where to those who honor him and love him, he will bring his power to bear in their lives and on their behalf. It's wonderful, just wonderful. It's so such a great privilege to belong to the Lord. And he says, God will go before me. That's a great comfort as well, that God is prepared to go before us. He's that interested in us and cares that much about us. That's right. And if you move on to Psalm 60 in verse 5, it says, Save us and help us with your right hand, that those you love may be delivered. God has spoken from his sanctuary. In triumph I will parcel out Shechem and measure off the valley of Succoth, and so on. Uh, you see, it, it's what God will do that, that matters all the time. Uh, you, you th- this, this, um, uh, this guy, you know, um, David, was the one who slew Goliath. Now, that's... That's the um, the thing about David that everybody is aware of. But why did he slay Goliath when everybody else was scared stiff of Goliath? And the, the answer is very simple. Um, all the other men in the army looked at Goliath and said, he's too big for me. David looked at Goliath and said, he's too big to miss. And that's the difference, you see. With the Lord on my side, that Goliath man is too big to miss. I can hit him. He's an easy target. And David trusted that the Lord would, you know, just 
enable him with his slingshot to bring him down. And he did, just took one shot. And you see, this is the difference of the way in which we look upon the circumstances of our lives, especially when we're faced with problems. You see, you can see your problem as a Goliath and you can say, that problem's too big for me, I don't know how I'm going to cope. Or you can look at God and say, that problem is too big for God to miss. He knows me. He knows everything about me. He knows what's going on. He knows that this problem is afflicting me. And I can cry out to him and he will save me. He will help me with his right hand. And this is the difference, you see, of attitude. It's the difference, uh, really, that a walk of faith makes because the one who walks by faith, who lives by faith, trusts in the Lord to change the circumstances. He doesn't trust in the circumstances. He trusts in the Lord to change the circumstances. Big, big difference. God really seemed to enjoy the intimacy that David shared with him. Is this intimacy with God one of the secrets of, of knowing and understanding his character? What does it really mean to be intimate with God? You know, the Lord understands. That, that's, that's one of the things that the scriptures reveal. The Lord always understands. He knows everything that goes on. He knows our thoughts from afar. He knows our words even before they're on our lips. Um, there's nothing that happens in our lives, therefore, that surprises God. He knows. But the scripture also says that he sees. Now, one of the things I often hear Christians quote is that God looks not on the outward appearance, but upon the heart. Now, just think of what that means for a moment. God looks upon the heart. Now, what does that mean? It means that he not only knows and understands what is in the heart, but he literally sees what is in the heart. And this was one of the things that struck people about Jesus and his humanity. Um, in fact, John comments that uh, he saw what was in a man. He, it was as if he could see right through people. Now, we, we don't need to consider that truth uh, in, in a way that makes us f feel afraid. Oh, dear God knows all my thoughts. God sees everything. Oh, dear, 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 dear. You know, and get into some frantic frenzy about it. No. I believe this is a very, very positive thing, you see. God understands me. God knows me, knows everything that's going on in my life. God sees even what is in my heart. So I don't have to spend a long time explaining to him the circumstances of my life. I don't have to tell him for a long time about how I feel. He knows. He sees. Now, 
the, the secret of, of an intimate relationship is to know that because he sees you, he is already in an intimate relationship with you. He already lives in you. He has already taken you to live and abide in him, in Jesus. Jesus says, abide in me and I in you. That speaks of intimacy. So therefore, if God knows, I can assume whenever I pray to him that he knows and that he cares and that he understands. And, and therefore, because he sees my predicament, he wants to show me what he will do about that predicament. And that's why I say prayer, so much of prayer is listening and seeing what God reveals to you about himself and what he promises in his word he will do so long as you put your trust in him and believe him and believe his word and believe his promises in that situation. Now, I come across quite a number of people who say, well, I don't like that emphasis on faith. Well, I can't help it whether you like it or not. That's where the scripture puts it. This is what God has called us to be, a people who trust in him. And we can trust in him knowing that he is faithful. Save us and help us with your right hand that those you love may be delivered. Give us aid against the enemy, for the help of man is worthless. With God, we will gain the victory, and he will trample down our enemies. It's all so different, isn't it? And then in Psalm 61, Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. You see, God can see your heart growing faint because he sees what's in your heart. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever and to take refuge in the shelter of your wings. For you have heard my vows, O God. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name those who honor you. Increase the days of the king's life, his years for many generations. May he be enthroned in God's presence forever. Appoint your love and faithfulness to protect him. Then I will ever sing praise to your name and fulfill my vows day after day. You see, it's understanding that God will take us through the situation, beyond the problem, and into the place of complete freedom where we can praise him and exalt him. Yes, I know that there are so many circumstances where we have to really work through these circumstances with God, where, where we have to trust him, where we have to persevere, where we have to be patient. It doesn't mean that everything falls into place easily in just a few moments or a few days or even sometimes a few weeks. There are times when we have to really learn to trust God, to hold fast to him, to hold fast to his word, to hold fast to his promises and not give up. The important thing, you know, Julia, is that we don't give up, but we continue to trust him because that perseverance of faith, God always honors. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 